anybody who is scared to get first house, you know, don't think, I would say, too much. Get into it. It's like swimming, you know, you can't uh, sit outside and learn swimming, right? You have to get in the water. So, <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, it's same thing here. You have to get your first property. Hey, this is Palak, and what you're about to hear is a very special episode with one of the investors from our Portfolio Mastery Program. We call these Sensei Sessions. These interviews are designed to give you a perspective about what you can achieve with the right strategies and execution. I hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to check out the show notes for a link to speak with one of our senior advisors who can help you reach your investment goals. I want to introduce you today to Heta and Mehul. And I want to start out by just getting an idea of what you do for a day job and where you live. Let's just kind of start there so people can get an idea of, you know, who the two of you are. And I love also, way, uh, by the way, I just love the fact that you're working on this together. I think that's so cool. All right. So who wants to go first? We are uh, based in Atlanta. Uh, you know, it's it's actually Alpharetta suburb of Atlanta. Um, and... Um, yeah, we both are in a corporate uh, company um, working on IT side. So nice. uh, full-time job, uh, eight to five <laughs> or more than that. <laughs> and what was it about real estate that got the both of you interested? Because he really wants to quit our W2 job. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, for a long time, I was thinking that, you know, okay, I don't want to do whatever I'm doing for the rest of my life. You know, I, I want to do something different. And I always used to tell him that, you know, okay, maybe I don't have any specialty um, uh, skills like, you know, singing or, or I don't know anything like, you know, any, you know, piano or something where I can go and teach or so, do something with that. And I was always thinking like that. And um was looking for something which I can do. And one day um, I was just um, looking at my Facebook and saw Pollock's video and, uh, 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 you know, um, you know, uh, got inspired that, you know, okay, this is something, let me try to uh, um, just uh, sign up for that um, uh, five-day session. And I did it and, you know, then... I was very impressed, so I asked him, I think you should also look into this. And uh, I know he also wanted uh, to do uh, real estate, not this way, but just buy property. We did have one property before, so he wanted to do it for a long time. I was like, you know, this is a better way for us. Maybe see if that uh, helps, like, you know, you decide, like, you know, that we both. Yeah, uh, yeah we put this commercial property yeah. five years ago. Mm-hmm. But the problem was scaling was issue, uh, you know, putting 30% down payment as yeah. a new LLC and all that was taking a lot of money out of our bank, right? So uh, we okay. were looking for something we can scale easily. And when okay. she found this and I looked at it, we were like, okay, let's give it a try. Give it. I love how the two of you are working together on this so that, you know, you have a different idea about how you wanted to go about it, but then you're actually working on this together. And we have, you know, a lot of couples actually in our community that are doing that. Ann and Randy come to mind. Uh, Vanessa and her husband, I know, come to mind as well. There are many. And so I think uh, it's it's powerful. I think it's wonderful. So yeah, it really helps two people working together when you have really like, you know, full-time job to do and on site you are doing this. So we can divide work and 
uh, you know, uh, scale this quickly. Divide and conquer. So yeah. before we talk about where you're investing, I and we mentioned we were talking about this before we got on the call. Can you give us just a a uh, an estimate of your portfolio value right now? We just closed fourth property last week, so including that, it's around nine hundred k right now. Our goal was one million, but uh, looks like we are going to miss that this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. I'm just kidding. Congratulations, congratulations. So, all right, that means you've got a lot to share with us and a lot to um, help us. Um, understand the path that you took. Where are you investing and are all your four properties in one place? Yes, we are in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, investing in Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right. How did you choose Ch Chattanooga as a place to invest in? Uh, I originally moved from India to Chattanooga and I was I lived there for 12 years. She lived with me for like eight years over there. We were together and uh, uh, it just one and a half hours to two hours drive from where we live right now. Yeah. And uh, since I have lived there for more than 12 years, uh, I'm very familiar with all the areas. Uh, I have a lot of friends and uh, I knew a few realtors over there from the past uh, real estate investment in Chattanooga. Yeah. So it just oh. comforted well, I decided I'll uh, invest there to start there. Uh, but definitely we, we have plans to expand in different cities next year. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Oh, go ahead, Heita. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, initially, we we were looking at uh, a few locations, you know, but, you know, we just ended up here because, as you said, comfort level that, you know, if you want, like, you know, we can go like, you know, once a month and check it out or something. So, so get the, build up the confidence before going, uh, you know, uh, managing it uh, from far. Yeah, we made offers initially in Rome, Georgia, Birmingham, uh... But the first offer accepted was in Chattanooga. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, but we did all the offers where we can drive just a couple of right. hours. Two hours, yeah. within two hours within drive. two hours. I think for all of us, if we sort of take a look at our history, our past, and we look at where we've been, where we've lived, where we know people, yeah. it probably is a little, like, I, I think if you look at the map, it becomes very overwhelming. But I think if you really look at the past that you have, just like you did, you realize how much you really know about a city that you can tap into and all the relationships. So speaking of relationships, how did you find the people who could help you? And I'll, and I'll say, you just said to us that you knew a lot of people in Chattanooga, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. It can be a good thing and a bad thing, I think. And I don't know what you're going to say, but I think I know why, because sometimes they don't have the same goals right. that, you, that you do. Like they may be wanting to have you buy into a beautiful neighborhood, which is great, but maybe not exactly the thing that you're interested in. So how did you find people that you trusted your team in Chattanooga? So, so I think the first thing I would say, like, you know, maybe it was a coincidence at the time that, you know, we were going through our modules and um, we did have one property uh, in Chattanooga before residential, which we sold in 2020. Mm -hmm. So that realtor, when we worked, who helped us sell the property, we told her one time that, yeah, we have a plan, we want to invest more. So at the same time, she did, like we were doing the module and she reached out to Mayhall that, you know, I have this one property, like, are you interested in that? So. Uh, it was timely reach out. Timely reach out. <laughs> Very timely. And that, I mean, right. And was it the kind of property that you wanted to get that was like a Burr type property or? 
what was it uh, yeah that time we were looking for turnkey rental we had no idea yeah. about bar yeah uh, but when we reached out i said you know i'm looking for uh something that i can rehab and then rent for long term and under 150k yeah and that's how we started with that realtor uh and then as we went further in the modules uh went to bigger pockets and looked for investor friendly realtor and found another realtor and started working with that company uh, which didn't go quite well then came back to this first realtor and closed our first uh, two houses with her oh it's like a lot of back and forth yeah so this was this was realtor i think she is like she reached out to us for a turnkey property and she i think she, for her this this was new right so she has always done uh, uh you know turnkey property uh, or primary residence primary residence only so we were like you know when we start we were new she didn't know so we thought you know if we will go with um, investor friendly uh realtor it would be better and uh, so we found found somebody who had closed like 90 deals last year <laughs> uh, but uh, seemed like uh, she was dealing with multiple investors and we were not probably her top priority being a new client mm-hmm. And, uh, that it's a feeling that you get, and probably yeah. the service that you don't get also. So there's a little bit of that. And as you decided to go with the first one, even though she was new in mm-hmm. this type of in, in investing for you, it just felt better. She was maybe more responsive. Yeah. I mean, after missing out few properties, we thought you know what we need is you know I mean there was a lot of knowledge we gained from the modules and attending these meetings, right? So. we know what we need to look for in our property we knew what avatar we need what what we are looking for mm-hmm. so all we needed is somebody uh, that can you know immediately schedule appointment look at our look at the property show the property to us via video call and if i decide to move forward then i needed somebody who can submit offer immediately yeah, very quickly and how did you figure out yeah how did you figure out the 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 neighborhood uh, i know that you know the area Uh, but you probably had to give her some parameters how did you decide which parameters to give her right so one of the zip code that we have uh three out of four properties uh, that's on the list in the module uh, in the module it says uh, atlanta but it's actually chattanooga zip code uh so that's where we have three of our properties oh, wait wait oh. say that again so you, it's in the module <laughs> in the module there is a list of zip code right some in the document somewhere uh, i forgot what is it called Wait, say that. Went to that one. You're just like, let me just use this one. Okay. <laughs> it cool. says Atlanta, so I was curious, and then when I looked at the zip code, it uh, was Chattanooga. I'm like, oh, this is not Atlanta zip code, but it's Chattanooga, and I saw there were so many rehabs going on in that area, so okay. we decided to go with that, and we were open to all any area in Chattanooga because all the areas in Chattanooga are good. Yeah. Uh, nothing oh, like yeah. bad neighborhood there. Yeah, it, it's just we like there are a neighborhood where you know bar. uh this board uh will not work but you know the yeah. others i think we were open to any but i think this one we got it from the module yeah yeah oh my gosh that's good paul like, uh, can you speak to that like seriously can i just say something that? here yes every time it has taken me a long long time to take action it's because i'm trying to get creative i'm like Oh but what about this what if i tried it this way and it's going to be so much more profitable because maybe this person hasn't thought of that Mm-hmm. and it takes forever because then you have all these options to choose from 
And whenever I've been like, you know what, this works, let me just do this. And it's not as exciting and not not as shiny and fun. Because it, feels somebody... like it feels unoriginal. I think that it feels unoriginal. It but feels that's too okay. easy. It fe- like, how could it be this easy? And I love that these guys are like, hey, here's a list. Forget everything else. We we know this area. It's on the list. We're just going. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And it's I like, it's a big lesson for me too, because I'm always trying to be like creative with things. And it's yeah. like, you know what? Something works. Just go with it. <laughs> I love I, that. I think um, it's, it's a, I'm like that too. And I think it's this, um, this orneriness, maybe you think you're like, oh, like I'm going to try my own way, but then. Really, it doesn't like work. How, you know, we are so used to yeah. things being difficult, yeah. especially like making money and building wealth because everybody's like, oh, work hard, and, you know. And then we always think like, no, 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 there's no way it could be this easy. No way it could be this straightforward. Yeah. But hey, sometimes things are that straightforward. Yeah. So accept yeah. it when that happens. So I love that. That's why you guys achieved success so fast because I did like, not realize yeah so and yeah. Smita, Smita put it in the in the chat she said um the SOP to identify neighborhood for zip codes so that's it's right there right yeah, yeah. there are yeah. list of zip codes right and we are in Atlanta so when we saw Atlanta on there we thought this is a good zip code let's give it a try but then everybody is from Chattanooga <laughs> so we are like okay let's go with that yeah okay so let me ask another question then so um okay so you you have the zip code you have um, the realtor who's willing to put the zip codes in the little forms and then send you stuff. How t- can you talk about the process you did to using what Pollock and Needy have taught? How did you figure out which one made money sense for you? And you said, okay, I want this one. Or did you just um, bid on all of them? Like, how, how, what, is, what was your process to go from, okay, I have a list of houses to these are the ones that I want to bid on. And then this eventually is the one I want to take. Right. Initially, like, you know, it was taking longer time to figure out if you want to look at this property or not, because, you know, a realtor will send us the property. uh, We'll look at, put the numbers in the spreadsheet that we have uh, and see, you know, what's the, we are trying to figure out, you know, what's the max we can spend on rehab in that property, basically, because that time when realtor sends property, we don't know what's the rehab uh, cost will be. But we, we are going reverse that, you know, how much we can spend on this property, that is probably will make sense. Uh, and initially we were reaching out to like five or six different GCs uh, in Chattanooga and we were not getting good response that they will go with our realtor and uh, give us their rough estimate so we can make an offer. And uh, that made us lose a lot of uh, uh, properties. Oh, uh, that time that you had to take with that. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then we were just like, you know, so impatient. Uh, we decided let's just start putting offer without worrying about uh, rehab cost for now. And we'll handle that uh, during the due diligence period. Oh. So that time we started with like one offer at a time. And that also didn't work. We lost like about 10 properties. And then uh, we again become real impatient. <laughs> and we started offering more than one at a time. And... Uh, we got two offers accepted at, at the same time. Wow. And when I had two offers accepted, I reached out to the same contractors and they all were ready to go and check out the house and give us estimates. So within two days out of six, five of them went and looked at the property, gave us the rehab estimate. Oh, then, close to what you had anticipated? 
Uh, even like all very different range yeah. from fifty thousand to eighty two thousand on one house. Yeah. Uh, but we picked this another contractor who our realtor recommended. He's like a handyman, not a real general contractor, and he's not very tacky. Okay. So only thing he can operate phone is for making calls and text message, but nothing else. <laughs> but <laughs> he knows a lot of people that uh, if we need HVAC installed, he'll find somebody. If we need electrician, he knows multiple electricians. So I talk to them and uh, assign them work. So we kind of work like a GC for him. For so the two of you, or you, or you maybe you, male, you're the you're the general contractor, but you have someone on the ground who sees right. him. Yes. How do you how do you like that? How how does that work out for you? Oh, uh, I mean, I would say you know we are we are lucky that our uh, handyman or contractor who is on the ground is really really nice guy. Okay. And uh, every time he will uh, like one of the pro four properties required HVAC did not have HVAC before, so he re reached out to two different contractors and got me two quotes. I spoke to both of them and I picked one of them. Same thing with electrician. Yeah. He will give me a couple of contacts and I reach out to them and uh, uh, they will give me quotes and uh, I'll just say, you know, this time you go or another property, I send somebody else. Okay, this is a great question from Natasha. When you made multiple offers, 10 plus, did your realtor push back or because she works with a lot of investors, she understood your strategy, were the offers all within the same week? Right, so this... First two that got accepted at the same time. Uh, so we lost both of those houses initially when they were in the market. Uh, then uh, what I did was, uh, there is a heart icon in Zillow for, against property. So when you click on it, it saves the property in your account. And the benefit of saving that is uh, anytime status changes, you will get email, email immediately. So I had saved those both houses and when uh, they both went under contract. I lost those house because I was trying to figure out bottom price. Uh, and uh, when that con that came out of contract, I got email, and I reached out to my realtor saying these two houses are back. Can you make an offer with full price now? And she did it, and we got both under contract. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, think, wow. Yeah, and we lost that because you know I think we lost these two properties waiting for each other. So it's like you know you do. Um, okay, we off, we gave offer for one and then, you know, we like the second one, but we were worried that, you know, okay, what if the first one will get accepted mm -hmm. and then we're waiting for first answer and we lost the second one and first one both. So, <laughs> so next time when they both came, we said, okay, let's give offer together. So right. we put offer in a single day. Same offer to, uh, like, you know, same day offer to both of the properties. And I think they next day, they both got accepted of, on the same day. Wow. And so, but then to to Natasha's point, then the realtor is kind of doing a lot of work. And she yeah. was good with that. She's good with the paperwork. She was fine. She, she was very fine. fast, clearly. Yeah, she okay. was fine. She, she, she was very fast. Yeah, initially that, I think she was, she didn't work with the investor before. So I think she was kind of a little slower. And then, but then she, she noticed that, you know, when she is not acting fast, I think we are losing the property because oh. uh, that market is very competitive in Chattanooga, right? Yeah, good property sells the same day. Same day. So she, she realized that. So after that, I think she was very quick to, as soon as the property comes, she goes there. And um, I think 
I think she was good to give two yeah. offers together to at the yeah. end. She's like, I'm not, I'm not messing around. I want this. And yes, yes. And we got both under a contract without rehab estimates. Wait, what, say that again, please. Mayul. We got both properties under contract without rehab estimate because nobody was giving us estimate before getting under contract. Okay. And after getting you, you, get, you, get, you estimated in your head what you thought it yeah. would be. And we thought, you know, we'll look at uh, use due diligence period to get the rehab estimates. And if numbers don't work out, we'll come out. Um, okay, but... lots of questions here. Um, <laughs> given that you are the GC, Doreen wants to ask, how do you handle insurance? Insurance. Uh, like, like builder's insurance? Aspect. I don't know if that's right. Builder's insurance doesn't require a GC name. I'm sorry? Builder's risk insurance does not require a GC name. Okay. Okay. So uh, liability. Doreen says liability. Yeah, it still it does not require your GC name in the insurance. You just provide the amount that you know you want 300,000 liability. That's all. I see. I see. So it's not. Right, it's, uh, it's not tied to the GC. It's not, yeah, it's tied to you still, no matter what it sounds like. Right, tied to my company, basically, LLC. All right, as far as you getting two properties, these are the first two properties, right? The the one that we're talking about right now, um, financing wise, how how did how were you able to do that? Did you did you do the hard money lender? Did you yeah, have we, to cash out of pocket? Okay, so you were able. They allowed you to do two at once. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, typically hard money lenders. Uh, I mean, Brian is. Ask for more documentation, okay. uh, but uh, Kia V, Lima One, Easy Street, all they ask is, you know, how much liquid cash you have. Mm -hmm. And they give you a pre-approval letter or a proof of fund letter for mm -hmm. three times the cash you have. Okay. As long as you can show the uh, liquidity that you can pay a down payment for both properties, they will fund. Okay. And... And then as far as the rehabs, you then did two at one time. Right, they, yes. that, okay. And then talk me through, and I, I know we've got a, a question from Alex, but hold on just a second. So talk me through, you know, you went from zero to two rehabs and you're the GC. What was your week like? And you have two full-time jobs. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so most of my communication with my realtor and, G and contractor is through text messaging. Uh, really? <laughs> Okay. Care of uh, picking material, like you know, what flooring we're gonna put and what colors, and uh, purchasing appliances, all of that. She take care of in the evening, uh, but during oh. the day, I'm always texting my contractor while working. You don't tell me about multitasking. So, like you know, if I have one hour meeting scheduled at work, but that meeting ended 45 minutes, then I have 15 minutes to communicate to my contractor. Uh, <laughs> So not no like like yeah, no talking on the phone, no all talking. texting. And yeah. then how did you divide what each one of you would do? Like, how did you divide that? Hey, so you would do this, and how did how did you, like how did you? I mean, there's a lot to do in a rehab. So how did you divide and conquer? Right. See, her job is usually busy, so uh, she doesn't get time during the daytime. So uh, we have like lunch hour is where we both work on our real estate portfolio. Uh, take care of things like responding to emails, whatever. And evening, she does more like deal analysis, uh, picking up materials. If contractor has sent us pictures that, you know, these are four different flooring options, uh, she'll, she'll decide which one to pick. Mm -hmm. uh, color choices, selections, all of that she takes care of. Any layout modifications, she takes care of. And I take care of dealing with realtor, uh, handling money with lenders and contractors and all that 
I take care of. Wow, that's great. Okay, let's talk numbers, if we may. So would you be willing to share with us the purchase price? And we know you didn't get a rehab estimate, but what the rehabs ended up being for your two properties and the ARVs. Well, wow. <laughs> so first property, first two properties, right? So one of them was purchase price of 120K. Uh, and rehab was around 44K we spent on it. Uh, our estimate was 49, uh, but we ended up spending about 44K. That's great. And, uh, uh, ARV, we are expecting it to be around 215, 220, but we'll see next week. We are in the process of refinancing. And the second house was better deal uh, out of those two, uh, which was purchase price was 115. And uh, rehab was very minimum in that one. We spent about 26,000 in rehab. Wow. And that one we are expecting about 200K uh, ARV. That's amazing. Where are you on the rehabs for those? Are they done? Those two both are done. Uh, we have tenant in place and we are working on refinancing both of them. Oh my gosh. Con gosh, congratulate. I just want to take a moment. That's amazing. Congratulations. How did you feel after those first two? It was a lot of work, but how did Very you feel? Confident. <laughs> What'd you say? Very confident Very and we can take a lot more risk now. That's what we felt. Wow. And okay. we felt like, you know, we should always do two at a time. Yeah. So whoever is scared on the call, right? I think. <laughs> so it took four months, but in four months we got two done. Uh, so if electrician is waiting on something at one property, he can go work on another one. If my contractor is done flooring it at one place, he can go do flooring on another day, say next, you know, next week or whatever. So everything goes, uh, yeah. you know, together. Like if he goes out for purchasing material, he purchases for both houses. So I can't believe you just said we should always do two at a time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was even uh, after completing two store goal was to buy two, but didn't happen. Uh, but uh, going for our goal is definitely to do two at a time. Amazing. Because it makes a lot of things simple, like, you know, buying paint, buying any kind of flooring, material, appliances. Okay. Uh, like, none of the contractor resources are idle. I, I had to pick just one time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You picked it once and bought it for both. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very These good. are all scaling strategies, right? Eventually, right. Yeah. doing five at a time instead of two. It's much more efficient yeah. in yeah. terms of resources. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, I like that you're starting with two at a time and not five because then it's lower risk. Yeah. yeah. You're still and they're like 0.6 mile apart. So uh, Amazing. They can just go back and forth. Yeah, go back and forth easily. The paint is drying here. Why don't you go there? And right. Get it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that contractor doesn't accept any other job because he's so busy with two properties. Oh, uh, that's right a now, one he... property he's like doing uh, recently he went for one week to build somebody's barn in the farmhouse <laughs> so uh, we were like okay <laughs> one week no progress yeah what was your involvement uh in person for all of this so i know you are only an hour and a half away but when did you take the drive or do you take the drive all the time yeah many times we have been there oh, okay so i mean you're you're pretty hands-on and in hands yeah. okay yeah. okay all right a lot of passion yeah. there we can yeah. be good there but yeah. only one of us will drive, not both yeah. of us. Yeah, sometimes he will go alone or sometimes yeah, I'll go Yeah, alone. we both go together when we will have to 
uh, we have uh, to take decision on layout. Layout. So when we buy it. new property, like the fourth one we bought last week, so we can we were there to figure out how it's two bedroom, one bath, but there is enough room to create third one and second bath. So what layout changes we need to make, how to, where to put third bedroom, where to put second bath. So those cases we both will go, but otherwise one of us will go there and uh, meet with contractor. How exciting. That's awesome. Um, I know Pollock has a question. Sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I have a question there. about, um, you know, just working together as a couple. What has been like the biggest, um, Hita already has a smile on her face. She's like, I, I know what she's going to ask me. <laughs> well, um, what has been like one of the things that maybe was challenging for you to work together and how did you find a solution? What was it that? I don't think she had any challenge working with me. <laughs> <laughs> because you're perfect. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Did you why, have any why would I with me? No, we have like different area of focus, right? So if she says, you know, let's do this paint, then I'm not going to argue with her. Or if she says, you know, let's pick this clothing, then this LVP out of this five or six. Oh, so you're serious that you did not have a lot of chat. I thought you were being sarcastic. Oh, no. thing. <laughs> I, I, I mean it that I'm perfect. <laughs> Um, so, I've never actually heard that anyone say that, but it's all good. I love it. So, so you guys, um, I mean, I can tell by, even by the way you come across here too, that you guys kind of have a very, uh, smooth way of working together. Yeah. Uh, that's just the way you're proceeding through discussing. So I can tell, um, yeah. it's so, so it's really interesting how, how you kind of figured out a way to just fall into place when it comes to your roles yeah. in investing and um, yeah, kind of, I, I love that. That's awesome. You know, that's so good. What um, do you, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, how did you decide who was doing what? I picked what I wanted to do. <laughs> the rest is his. The rest he had to do. Oh, that's easy. I love that. Okay. That's great. I'm going to. I just decided I was going to do this and then you take over everything else. <laughs> Um, we've got no, a question. Um, like my 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 job is like you know uh, he's he's good at multitasking and also my job is very involving means you know morning to afternoon evening right so if he has to do like you know if we see that you know he ha like contractor has asked something or some like you know he needs some uh, like he's he's going to purchase. Home Depot and we have to pay like you know I have been always meeting so you know he takes care of that. So that's how, like, you know, it, it just naturally followed after we started that, you know, whatever comes up in between uh, or, you know, answering the question from lender or anything like, you know, uh, he can take care of, of it multitasking in between or maybe during lunchtime. But for me, like, you know, uh, I, I normally do my work in lunchtime or in the evening, right? So that's kind of yeah. not um, like require like... You need at a time this answer. We need it in in an hour. Then it is his work, right? And then based on availability, like you availability, available, yeah, availability. And then then you know, first couple of months it worked like that availability, and then you know it becomes okay. Now I am doing everything like this, and he is doing all the work related to finances. That's how. Yeah. Okay. So, so. I, Cheryl, I have one more question uh, that I thought of earlier as they were talking. So Mehul, I I know you said. I thought it was so interesting. He said something like, 
I have a 45 minute meeting. I have 15 minutes and I'm going to get this done. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's how you operate. So to a lot of people that may seem like you're constantly going and it's important <clears throat> to stay productive at all times. If I have a 45 minute meeting and I have 15 minutes before the next meeting, I'm going to go get a snack. I'm not like trying to answer phone calls. <laughs> so, so I, I want to know, like, how do you maintain that kind of momentum throughout the day? How do you kind of, um, not feel burnt out by the end of the day, right? You guys, do, is that is that a question that? He's, he's a yoga oh, teacher. He's, oh, he's are, a you, are you the yoga wow. teacher? Yeah, yeah he's a yoga I'm teacher. I'm a yoga teacher. Yeah, I think wow. that helps, that, that helps meditation. Yeah. So That's if you really notice when... Everything I do, I enjoy. So uh, I don't feel burned out or anything. It's just doing with a lot of fun and so... So he is very calm. He doesn't have the anxieties. If I can say about myself, like if I have to do four things together, I become anxious. He doesn't like. He's very calm. So he that's why he can maintain. Like you know, he can do like uh, multitasking very easily. Yeah, that's a that, you know that that's, focus really like yeah. going from work meeting to talking to contractor, talking to lender, and go back to work. I can switch quickly and you can switch quickly. Okay. How do you stay organized with all your thoughts and all your numbers and everything going from one thing to another? Do you maintain spreadsheets? Do you have like paper files? What do you do? Yeah, we have a spreadsheet yeah. uh, for each property as well as, so it's one spreadsheet with multiple tabs. One is what is our uh, LLC level expense and then what is uh, each property level expenses. Uh, and since, you know, we are like DC, so uh, we have pro account with Home Depot and Lowe's. Uh -huh. uh, so that's another thing like, you know, everybody can probably, you know, apply for that pro account at Home Depot, get their commercial credit card. Uh -huh. The benefit of that is uh, uh, whatever my contractor goes and purchased from Home Depot, he will, Home Depot person will call me from there, from the store. I pay on Home Depot's card and then I have, you know, 50, 60 days to pay off that money. So uh, that, that way, you know, uh, I can do less number of draws from my lender and avoid the draw fee and all that. So, and also with Home Depot, if you have extra cash, then pay off that money within 20 days, you get 2% discount or flat on everything. Oh, that's great. That saves a lot of charge you 2% less yeah. if you pay it within 20 days. Yeah, you pay within 20 days. Okay. So if so I get- You only get the in... points, but you get two additional points if you yes. pay it off with so That's like flat discount of 10% on your bill itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty great. You are a GC on your project. And Cheryl, last question, then I'll let you go. You're the GC on your project. You are doing multiple rehabs at the same time. You have a full-time job and you're also a yoga teacher. Yeah. So for anyone, Melissa is smiling. Anybody who is listening to this, if they are wondering, like, how does he do all of this, I'm saying he because it sounds like he ma manages things during the day, right, Mail? So, right. Um, I mean, there is evening, evening time as well. But having uh, having, having two active kids also and oh, two kids, oh, I didn't yeah. I didn't even know that. That these sports, you have to travel, drive them everywhere. Sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and and there is really no right or wrong answer to this. This comes up all the time. Pr productivity, right? So how do you, I know you said you're meditative and you, 
what's like a mindset advice for anybody who's trying to balance all of this? Um, how, what's like words of wisdom for someone else trying to do this and manage everything all at the same time? I see a lot of smiles when I ask that question. Not very philosophical, but uh, yeah, I mean, everything is possible, right? You know, anybody who is scared to get first house, you know, don't think, I would say too much, get into it. It's like swimming, you know, you can't uh, sit outside and learn swimming, right? You have to get in the water. So, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's same thing here. You have to get your first property. Like in our case, we got two properties. One of them is, we are probably going to leave 20, 25,000 in that property. Okay. But second one was better in, out of those two. Third one is little better than that. And fourth one is even better. So hmm. it just, and even with the fourth one, we are learning so much. Uh, so, you know, uh, get one house, you know, get the experience, get the learning first, and then you will be definitely do much better in the second, third, fourth properties. I'm so uh, glad you said that about leaving 20, 25K in the first one and then progressively doing better deals leading up to your fourth one. Because I think when people are starting out and you hear Sensei sessions and everybody talk about like, I'm on my million dollar portfolio, suddenly you feel like, wow, they must be perfect from day one. So it's always nice to hear uh, how people progressively got better. And then there are some people like Natasha who make a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what I range, right? We are all different. Everybody has their own journey. In the end, what you're trying to do is build wealth. And we all do it differently based on how much time we have, based on our mindset, you know, what we zeroed in on. So love that. Yeah. yeah thank you for sharing that. I want to get to your properties three and four before we go, because um, we got a lot of questions, but I, I want to pause on those just a moment because as you've gotten more experience through this program, what happened with three and four? So one and two, you said you're you're refinancing. You're in that stage right now. You're waiting for the appraisals. So how did you get, were you always looking then for your next? Yeah. yeah you? Okay. So talk, talk about that. Talk about that. We are constantly looking for third one, fourth one. Uh, and uh, we got third one through wholesaler. Okay. Uh, so that was another uh, different experience we had. It was first time we bought from wholesaler and uh, it was through probate. So uh, the lady who was living in the house had passed away and the kids were trying to sell it. So we got a lot of different experience with that purchase. Uh, but it went smooth, uh, no major issues. But this was like first time we were buying through uh, wholesaler, and it was in the probate, so uh, we were somewhat nervous about that property. But uh, will you do that again? Will you go through a wholesaler again? Yes. Yeah, we will go. Yeah, there is nothing wrong. Yeah. Okay. It just works differently. Uh, I mean, in traditional purchase, you know, through MLS you have opportunity to come out of the deal during due diligence. Here, you don't have that or you lose. And in traditional purchase, you know, you can put 1,000 earnest money here. They will ask 5,000, 7,500, something like a large amount, right? So a lot more money at risk, but uh, it works out well. So you have to do all your due diligence upfront uh, before you place an offer. So, uh, so as I'm hearing what you're talking about, I, I love this, by the way, I, it feels like, you, and I, I use the word, um, 
I'm just, I'm going to use the word adventurous. <laughs> Do you consider yourself adventurous or is it, as Pollock was talking about, just like a mindset thing? I mean, to go with two properties at once and then to move to a wholesaler. You know what I mean? Like these are all like, the whole thing is adventurous. But like. But we are risk takers, you know, we got married after talking five minutes. So. <laughs> well, there you go. And take a risk, I guess. <laughs> Okay. This basically permeates your entire life. Okay. I get it now. That's all. I just wanted to get that down. Okay. So do you have something that you want to add to that, Hita? <laughs> what do you say? Okay. No, uh, uh, no, I don't know. Miss, uh, yeah, it was like, you know, it was diff different, right? Miss wholesaler, the deal which we did with the wholesaler was um, like, uh, different than MLS, like, but but we can still do it. Means you know you have to do all the due diligence before, right? So I yeah, think after doing is... two properties, we knew the process, right? So it was easy to go. Yeah, in, so. and, and all the modules which we went through, I think that all gave us confidence. So it was whatever. Yeah, we say we are risk takers. We uh, bought two properties, but yeah, it was a calculated risk. It was not like uh, just <laughs> we just went right. Yeah. Every, like, even if you buy one property, means it's a calculated risk, right? So it, it's not like that. But um, and we we did went through. I think for uh, almost two or three three months, like we were like we did. I think so many uh, uh, like you know. Eventually, we were better. Like you know, I I think I have used that uh, um, uh, that calculation uh, Excel sheet a lot. Like now, I can even do that in my mind. That many times I have used that in first three months, right? Yeah, right now we are at a state when we look at the property, uh, looking at the picture, we know roughly how much will it cost. And we do calculation in our mind. In our I can yeah, see yeah. the actually in the mind and I can see that uh, spreadsheet in front of my eyes. I don't have to open it up. That many times I have done that calculations for different properties and that's, after that, we uh, we uh, were you know comfortable to sign two contracts together. So, wow. Okay, for those of you who are seasoned and and have done this calculation so many times, can you put in the chat? Let me know if you feel the same way. Like you don't even need the spreadsheet anymore because you can do it in your head or or you know whatever you, on your phone or whatever. So just let me know. Okay, got some. Right. Other thing on the spreadsheet is like you know where we put ten percent soft cost. Cost, that's usually all three properties so far, it's little less than 10%. So whoever oh. is like, I you was know, sticking so so much on the numbers, there is yeah. some room. So. <laughs> no, uh, uh, there is some room and also I think when you are doing this first time, like in a starting, like you always feel that. And I have seen it so many times, you know, from Palak and Nidhi that you, they, they have added, all the time. They have added so much room. So don't add on top of that right. so i can say my experience that when i was doing initially like i was always thinking no but you know maybe i should keep this room but now looking at the calculation i think yeah yeah all we, three properties you should not be quite well under 10 percent soft cost yeah. so yeah. wiggle you got a lot of wiggle yeah there is wiggle so you know don't add anything on top of the spreadsheet i mean you can keep 10 percent because everybody's property everybody's situation uh, everything is different but at least i think you don't need more than 10 percent that's what mm -hmm. we said i'm i'm glad Heta, you brought it up that that's exactly what i came here to add that yeah. we have made all the numbers very conservative you know we're yeah. adding 15 percent contingency to the construction budget 10 percent 
all the soft costs, everything. Now, if you go in and add your extra conservative on top of that, none of the deals will work. So that's right. exactly yeah. what I came to say. And yeah, yeah, so I appreciate that. I mean, I'd rather that you, if you're leaving money in the deal, I'd rather that you go into it knowing that. That's why we've done it that way. But I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it's working out the way we intended it to. Mm, I love it. Okay, I want to hear about property four then, because we got three, and then four came shortly after three, or how did that work out? No, four, third one is almost done. Uh, okay. We are waiting on appliances to be delivered, and for some reason, Home Depot kept delaying it. Uh, so we received it uh, two days ago. Uh, yeah. Appliances and blinds from Home Depot. Yeah. So it's almost done. So we were looking for fourth one, and uh, we closed last Thursday. Hey, Dina, what's up? Okay. Oh, uh, if you doing can... good. Oh, you if you can leave, please. Uh, if you're not Hayta or Mayhul, <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so tell me about property four. Is that something different too? Um, it's in different zip code. It's still in Chattanooga, but uh, we uh, got it in different zip code this time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's and... just yeah, but it's just five that that five seven minutes, right? Yeah, different zip It's code. closer to downtown, so. Uh, when we looked at Section 8 rent, uh, it was 500 more than other three properties. Uh, but it was just like five, seven minutes from where we have other three properties. And this one, I think you said you were adding a room, right? I think yes, if I remember the, correctly. Yeah. So um, let's talk about prices. Three and four, what are your prices and what you why you think you'll be able to take more money out than you did for the first two? Right. So third one is also 120K, just like our first one. And... Rehab will be also similar to first one, about 45K. But first one was like a little over 1,000 square feet. Uh, the third one is 1,700 square feet. So oh. uh, we are expecting about 230 plus ARV. So it will be a little better than our first two, I think. Nice. And uh, fourth one is 1,200 square feet. Uh, we, are, we paid 130K. Uh, Rehab-wise, uh, it's almost... Uh, we can use it as is, but since we are trying to add a room and another bath, probably rehab will be around 35 to 40K. But that area is much closer to downtown where there is hospital and University of Tennessee and other things. So uh, ARV will be a little bit higher than other three properties. And so rent also. The rent is also yeah. like, a, you know, Section 8 is 500 more. So uh, we are expecting probably better yeah, ARV. Okay, I have a lot of comments for you. Hold on. Um, Alex has a question. So this was back to when we were talking about your searching for your first two properties. And um, he says, when we're doing the deal analysis and find a property that has a good deal potential but isn't quite there with the numbers, do you recommend that we save favorite the property in Zillow so that we get alerts when something about the listing has changed? Then we can reassess and determine if now has become a good ideal, if this has been a good deal. That's a great idea, but I wanted to make sure I heard it correctly. Right. Yes. So if once you save the property, if its price drops or it goes under contract, comes out of contract, uh, any status changes, you will be notified immediately via email. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Putin says, you have motivated and given me new goals for myself. Smart. Smita asks, did you stick to the finishes that are laid out in the module or did you pick your own finishes? We use that as a reference, but then like in terms of LVP and other things, you know, wherever our contractor went, uh, he will give us few options or he will send us video or pictures of the LVP and then we pick one of those. Um, 
Yeah. And I don't know, he goes to like really random places and uh, gets really cheap stuff uh, that he knows like very local places in Chattanooga or around Chattanooga. Like cabinets, uh, like windows, for example, in our first property, we replaced uh, 12 windows. And uh, all GCs were saying about eight to $10,000 for window replacement. And this guy did it for like 2800 So he just goes to like some of these uh, local places and finds these good deals for us. Right. Thankfully, he's on your side. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. really nice. Yeah. And I, and I think wall colors, you know, I'm, uh, 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 this community helped us. Right? Yeah, right. Everybody. Vanessa and yeah, Vanessa and everybody. They all helped. I put a question in our Facebook group and they all responded what interior color they have used. And I think so. we have seen their properties, pictures, and we like that. So, you know. We... Yeah, we just went with their suggestions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't reinvent the wheel. Right? right, as we were talking yeah. earlier, if you're going to use the zip codes, might as well use the same colors on the wall. So good. Um, share your takeaways, what you're getting from this power couple, please. Uh, Poonam says, biggest takeaway, dive in and you will learn just like swimming. Uh, Russell would like those multitasking skills and your brain. Don't be afraid to jump in, even if it means doing two deals at once. Um, Natasha said using Home Depot and our Lowe's card to manage cash flow to minimize draws from the hard money lender. Yeah, that's great. I've been noticing that conversation in the Facebook group about the hard money lender and the draws. So I think right. that's an interesting conversation to continue. Uh, Anna Randy said, sorry to have to run and love to see how you both interact. You're great and you're on fire. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and experience. Russell says, don't overstink things, and the back-end business setup doesn't need to be perfect. Uh, Kendra has appreciated the efficiency of doing multiple properties at once. Their just-do-it attitude and due diligence that they made it happen, even if it meant not having a GC estimate. Love their humor, confidence, and hearing their process. Asmita says, you can't learn to swim. Sitting outside of the pool, jump in. Love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Samantha says, second takeaway is that Mayhul is perfect. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to live that down. I'm just saying, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, let's see. Alex says, definitely the multitasking. When one property is down the road to rehab, start placing offers on the next place. Moving along is the greatest takeaway. Amazing. And it always takes time to get other property, right? So don't wait till first one is done because then you will have idle time in between. So instead of that, uh, start looking for while first one is in rehab. So by the by the way, by the time first one is done, you have second one in the pipeline. Even if you don't buy it, at least you you stay in touch that what is going on in that area, right? That you know what is coming, what is going. So when you are ready, so we always try to look. Even if we say right now we are thinking that now. You know, next one, maybe let's just finish. Like we have so much going on, like two properties we are trying to refinance. One, we will give it to GC. The fourth one, we will um, start uh, uh, rehab. So we are like, okay, let's see. Like, you know, we will wait until uh, uh, we finish the uh, refinancing, right? But still, right now. still uh, we, uh, our realtor is sending us property and we are analyzing the deals. So, you know, we stay in touch. So yeah, this fourth one, we have a new realtor now. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that I was going to ask, but you're not with realtor number one anymore. Right. You've got a new person. How did yeah. you find this person? And this person have helped you find property for? 
she found oh. us she found us uh, so her grandma lives right next to our property number 3 so she reached out to my contractor working there and got my number track you down and okay. she is very new to real estate uh, and she is very eager to uh, earn money right or increase or become she successful, has that right? hunger she has that hunger so yeah every morning like any not every morning every throughout the day if there is new property listed i immediately get text message from her so she has and if i tell her that you know i want to see this property within 2 hours she is there so it it really helps uh, and after you know learning going through the modules and you know with this community you know you have a lot of uh, knowledge that you can gain right then you probably don't need really knowledgeable or real estate friendly investor friendly realtor right you just need somebody who can act really quickly to get the property under contract that's all you right. need so that is so interesting because your actions in Chattanooga then are getting attention and so people are now right. trying to get yeah. your business it's interesting how that shifted right <clears throat> where in the beginning you're like interviewing people and oh i need to get this and but now your work in that community is getting you um recognized if you will um Sachin said leverage like the takeaway is that how well you leverage the community and collective knowledge which i think we've definitely seen that <laughs> we've definitely seen that and anna malena said that is a smart realtor love her strategy of take of taking to the gc uh talking to the gc in action and then tracking the investors that's yeah. that's actually very smart very very smart and that impressed me that's why i decided to work with her <laughs> right i mean and clearly she's giving you she's giving you something to think about for deals what 5 and 6 <laughs> whenever you're ready for them Yeah. So what is your what is your 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 future? Like what is what is your goal, I guess? Your future plan. Like what is your goal to to make all this into? So our goal for this year was 1 million portfolio, not like our goal is not based on number of units. Um and next year and or next 5 years we want to do 2 million a year. Uh, that's the goal. 2 million I don't happen or not, but uh and next year we definitely want to expand to one another city mm-hmm. uh, instead of just chatnuga so Great. we'll see how that goes we will see how that goes thank you yeah. so much to the two of you for your time your energy your spontaneity your fun uh, i think we've all we've all gotten a lot out of this and and just thank you hate and mail we really appreciate your time and and your knowledge and we really want to thank uh, palak niti uh and and randy uh remy and sara vanessa vanessa kimberly uh, i don't know if i forgot somebody who helped me but yeah all these people were really really helpful to us yeah and all of their sensei session were really motivation motivational to us natasha yeah and natasha as well right so uh, thank you guys thanks all of you guys for all the support Don't forget when you're ready to get serious you can join us at the investoraccelerator.com. It's like getting a thousand episodes worth of information in 5 days and it's everything you need to build your actionable plan to financial freedom and making work optional.